Hello, everybody, and welcome to the OK Gamers Podcast. This is your best buddy, Dan, and I'm here with your other best buddy, Pat. Ah. Hey, Pat. Hello. That's all you got? Oh, there you go. <clears throat> How you doing? It was like a weird moan I just did. Yeah, I don't even know. I was actually kind of surprised. It was really just supposed to be like, ah, and then it, like I pitched it up at no. the end, and it didn't work that out. Was like a, I yeah, it. That, was like a, that was like a weird cat yeah. meow. Yeah, ignore that, everybody, because I never, ever do that, and I probably won't ever again. I mean, um, you do, like, a random sound a lot, but usually just not that yeah, sound. no, not like a weird cat moan thing. <laughs> that's, what you're, that's what you're best known for, your weird cat moan noise. No, it's not. No. Don't fucking um, It's just, just me and Pat this week. The other boys are uh, out on assignment, um, <laughs> you know, trying to get the best news <laughs> in the video game world under undercover scoops, as you might call them we sent them around the globe it's a slow news week so we figure we have to <laughs> yeah, rustle yeah. some rustle some news up for everybody but we'll check back next week when they'll i'm sure have riveting stories to tell us but uh how you doing pat how was your uh how was your, your week i feel like i have a i feel like it's been a couple of weeks i've been on uh yeah it has been exactly a couple of weeks since you've been on um okay same as usual that's cool. I uh, I didn't get a chance to listen, but I know you guys talked about Returnal last week. What was your? Well, I know you probably already talked about it, but what was your final thoughts on the game for anyone who didn't hear? Maybe. Uh, well, actually, the early part of that podcast is us debating on whether or not you would like it, and if we should <sighs> try to convince you to get it. So I'm glad that me and you spoke on the side, and I have convinced you to play it. What did Andrew Bri- uh, uh, Andrew Bright say? I wasn't gonna like it. Uh. Andrew was kind of arguing that you might not because there's like the certain elements in there that I that can get frustrating at times. Um, but I was like, I spoke to you about whatever I thought you probably wouldn't like when we were talking about it the other day. Um, obviously, I think a lot of what's lending you lending to you playing it is because I'm letting you borrow my copy. So um, I, I would have bought it eventually for sure, but yeah. I you know I just don't think you would have dropped seventy on it right now. No, well that's why I didn't drop seventy on it. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, since. Last week when we talked about it, I have beaten it. Um, did you you did you have it beat it last week? No, I was stuck at uh, in the third zone uh, that I was telling you about. Okay, it's fucking I've seen shit. I've seen other people go play the third zone online because it's, it's horse shit. Uh, it is. What what what? what it's just hard. Like what makes it horse shit? Uh, there is like a sp- there's one specific enemy that makes it like obnoxious, and then sometimes there's just like a combination of. And enemies that they throw at you that are like in like in tandem all really shitty, um, and like okay. the the area like the first two areas they give you, there's tons of space to like move around and navigate and like avoid damage and like all this shit, and then like this zone, it's just like platforms, like all like skewn about that you use like a grappling hook to get to, okay. and like the there's a, a, an aerial type enemy in the third zone. They're like drones or whatever. And they shoot, like, a tracking, like, missile barrage at you. And, like, the depth perception on them is super weird, like, because they come out and they sit there for a second, or they look like they're sitting there for a second, and then, like, next thing you know, they're, like, right in your face, and they do, like, tons mm. of damage. Um, and, like, the only way to really avoid them is to, like, roll or, like, dodge through them, like, towards, like, the enemy. Um, but they also, like, while you're shooting them, 
the drones or whatever, if you don't completely finish them off, if you leave them like with like say like a quarter of their health left, they do like a suicide bomb at you, which also does a ton of damage. So like you can be fighting one or like fighting a couple because they usually send them at you in like waves. Um, like you'll be shooting them, whatever, and then like they shoot them, like you get them down to, like a quarter health, but they hit you, they shoot a missile barrage at you, you dodge forward, but then they're dive bombing you at the same time. So like it's just like a combination of things that just is like super frustrating in a in like a zone where they don't give you a lot of room to move, and like it's just I don't know, it was just a lot. I finally got like a lucky roll on like a, a, the, a weapon that I like ran through that entire area with. What and, what was your what was your loadout? That finally did it for you. Uh, I think I had a carbine with carbine is like the assault rifle um, with payload rounds and high caliber, I think. And high caliber just makes it like pretty much like a slow shooting, like heavy hitting kind of assault rifle. So like, yeah. you know, you can take one of those drones out in like two, three hits rather than like half a magazine. Sure. Um, from like some of the other weapons. <coughs> So that and then like, you know, whatever random artifacts and shit. I think I had like a ton of health by the time I got through there. Um, but yeah, and then like the, this a really frustrating lead up into the boss where you have to climb this tower and like right before you get to like where the boss is, they drop like this fucking like pretty much like a mini boss on you with like tons of like there's like turrets around and like a bunch of these like crawling enemies that like either if they get too close to you, they just blow themselves up. And when you kill them, they send out, like, a shockwave that you have to dodge. So, like, mm -hmm. it's just... Uh, the the lead-up to the boss sucks. There's enemies around that are fucking terrible and then all whatever. But, like, once you get past that zone, it's, like, a huge wall. For, it was a huge wall for me. Um, the next three areas are, like, really not... Three? Oh, there's that many areas. I thought there yeah. was maybe four total. Okay. No, there's six total. But uh, yeah, once you get through that third zone, the next three, I I breathe through the next three like no problem. Like uh, the fourth boss, I took out first try, and the last boss I took out first try. So like the the fourth the fourth boss is easily the cool like in my opinion like the coolest boss out of all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, just like visually and like, kind of symbolically, I was trying to think of the word. Um, is like the coolest boss in the game, but uh, getting into that zone, like from going from going through zone three to get to four, was a fucking nightmare. That being said, uh -huh. it is one of those games where like once you get through an area. Like, unless you're, like, either really just not paying attention or, like, just your loadout is that fucking bad, you really don't have any trouble, like, getting through it again. Like, after... Because when you beat the game the first time, the first time you kill the final boss, you kind of have to go through and kill him again to get, like... Well, not just kill him again. There's other things you need to do um, to get, like, the, the addition, like, the true ending, I guess. Did you do that? Yes. Um... And, like, when I got, when I was going through the third area to do what I needed to do there, I was having, like, no issues at all, so. Well, so, I know you said there were shortcuts, so if you, could you realistically just skip every, do every shortcut and skip right to the, the last boss if you wanted to? So, on your first playthrough, obviously, they, they want you to go through, like, there's, like, specific items you need that unlock portals to the next area, and the only way to get those items, they become permanent items when you get them. 
But the only way to get those items is to kill the boss in that zone. So, like, in order to get to the second zone, obviously, you have to go kill the boss from the first. But once you do that, it grants you access to a portal that drops you, that you can, you have to find in the first zone. So, like, you still have to play, like, some of the first zone to get to that portal. And it's procedurally generated, so you can't just, like, look this up online. Correct. Right? Yeah. I mean, granted, like, they're not, they're not difficult to find. Like, there's a specific type of door. You know how, like, I know you played some of Hades. Um, you know how like, each door had like a symbol on it, like depending yeah. on what was through it. On your mini map, it'll be like a door, like a doorway with like a circle above it. That means it's like a like a shortcut to one of the other zones. Mm. Um, so yeah, you like you beat the first boss, unlocks the second zone. So say you go through the second zone, you die again. You'll respawn in the first zone. Have to run through some of it in order to find the gate that brings you to the second zone. So like you might have to run through like maybe half of the first zone before you find the fire before you find the shortcut, but it's not like you have to run through go kill the boss again to get into zone two. Um, and then same thing with zone three. Like you go through, um, you have to go through zone two, beat the boss in order to get the key item to open the portal to zone three. Once you do that, if you were to die in zone three, you go back to the first one and you have to play through zone one until you find the the portal door to get to zone three um and then so on and so forth so it's it's not like you're getting stuck running through every single zone to get back to where you were um and i think they did that consciously because some of those runs can take a little while which is why i was getting so frustrated with zone three because it was taking me like i would get like halfway through it or like three quarters of the way through it and i'd be like an hour in hour and a half in and then like i would die to some bullshit and then i would have to fucking go do it all over again yeah, it's, see, that's I, that's exactly the thing that turned me off. Like, I don't like roguelikes in general, and like the idea of like playing like for like an hour and like slugging through and then die from some like complete. Because like I watched a lot of two streams and like some of the stuff like you know, uh, you know I, could, I don't know what the enemies are called, but like they'll be fine and they'll just come into a room where there'll just be a ton of shit they don't expect and they just kind of get like blasted. Yeah, and like that doesn't sound fun to me. That just sounds frustrating and annoying. Yeah, so I mean, once you get like the 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 game does a good job of like kind of teaching you the game as you go on and like obviously each zone becomes more difficult and like throws like more challenging things at you um so like you can you get more acclimated to like dodging and jumping and shooting like well, all at the same time sure. like yeah um one of the key things that i did like early on um i switch you can do like completely custom controls if you wanted okay so yeah. i the dash is initially mapped to circle Okay. I mapped it to LB so that I can jump, dash, and look around all at the same time mm-hmm. rather Makes than, sense. like, have to, like, you know, look where I, like, dash and then go back to my stick. I can, like, dash and look all at the same time, all that shit. So yeah. um, that was super helpful to me. I think Brian did something similar. I think I don't remember what shoulder button he mapped it to, but he did something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, it just – the game is great. I, you know, I, I – the, the story was awesome. I thought, like, they did a really good job, like, conveying what they were going for and still being kind of, like, still kind of being vague about it. Like, they give you enough with the ending, you know, with the original ending you get plus the, 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 the true ending um, to kind of, like, piece together, like, what's going on but still also keep it, like, kind of kind of vague because the game is very, like, mysterious about, like, what's going on and, like, where you are and, like, all this shit, so... 
And they good they did a good job keeping the mystery alive while also giving you enough to like all right yeah, so yeah that's cool. So like like top like uh, game of the year contender for you or like as of right now I mean granted there's not a ton out right now, um, good point. But as of right now yeah for sure. Okay. Uh, I haven't. All right. I, I will truly say that I have never played a something like that yeah. one a roguelike a third person roguelike. First off, like I never played uh, Risk of Rain two, um, but like a third person rogue rogue like that has the visuals that this game has, um, with a story that is as good as it is. Also mashing with like a bullet hell, like I haven't like bullet hell, yeah. Like th- then it all works and like is like pretty cohesive and like sure. you know I didn't feel like any part like didn't really make sense to like Fated what's going to on. Ones, yeah. So um, I thought they all like stood out like as like you know all right yeah all of this is makes sense like I didn't like you know when an enemy showed up and like shot a barrage of fucking missiles at me or like uh, whatever like little laser things at me and I was like that doesn't make any sense like everything kind of like just blended very well and i thought it was really cool like i've played my fair share of bullet hell type games like um fury um which is uh, yeah, pretty much which is pretty much strictly a bullet hell um and like near automata has like bullet hell elements it's not quite as crazy um but yeah i thought this was like a really really good blend of like all those things yeah if you can say anything about it, it's definitely unique of a, a unique game i'm excited yeah. to try it now but um, all right. Well, I know you're, you uh, want to talk about Nier because I know you also started that. Yeah, so I had started. You have to say all the numbers. You're not know, talking about what you say. All the, then you they can't look it up. Can't look it up. I'm you looking it up because I don't know it. Fuck you. you. Got, uh, you got, no, you got to say the numbers. You can't talk about it. You're not a real gamer if you don't know all the numbers of, of Nier. Looking it up right now. Uh, you have to say, even, yeah. I don't even think all the numbers are listed. I think it like trails off. <laughs> Hold on. People are not going to know what here you're talking about unless you list all the numbers. Right, you don't have to list all the numbers. I'm listing all the damn it. numbers. Near replicant version 1.22474487139 dot dot dot. Um, which is a... Not to confuse the rep- near replicant version 1.22. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is something I actually didn't realize. I spoke about near a little bit last week. Um, and I was only like a couple hours in. Um, so I have, now that I have officially finished Returnal, I've been putting pretty much like all of my video game time into this. And I didn't realize this, um, but the near we got <clears throat> in 2010 was like a North America only release called Near Gestalt, which eventually just got called, just it, it when it came over here, it was just called Near. And okay. there was a Japanese-only release called Near Replicant, which is what this is the remake of. Same story. Same story. But for whatever, like, weird Japanese reason, they thought they needed to give us, like, an old dad character in Near, which is what I remembered. So, like, when I was playing this and I was like, I'm, like, a teenage boy. Well, this is different. <laughs> like, because I, 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 I didn't play Near when it came out originally, like, all like way back then. Yeah. Um, like, I, but I did play the demo. So, like, I remember being an old man in the demo, and, like, I was playing this, and I was like, I'm not an old man. This is weird. So, um... Now that you are an old man, now you miss him? 
No, I actually prefer this way better. Like, I think this is. I, I think what they do with the story in this remake is like really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I I didn't know that, and like I actually just found that out like earlier today. I was looking something up, and uh, I noticed that there was like two different like game cases, like covers, like cover arts, and one was with like, the old man, and the other one was with like the the teenage, the the, the boy, like the anime boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, and then like I looked into it a little bit. And, discovered but uh how far are you into this one now then uh, what was my last save i think like 18 hours or something maybe a little bit more than that oh um, okay so you go ways into it yeah so yeah i like it a lot i think it's great uh i i love near automata i thought it was incredible um this so far story wise is pretty on par granted i like you know i'm only on the first route right now and like usually for these games you have to play them like three or four times I, um, I read somewhere that it was twice to get the full story, and then then it was like more than that was like all that really because like I know that like you could have played Nier Automata like sixteen times or something if you wanted to see everything, but like I think you only needed to do it four times to get like or something like that, right? Uh, and I I don't know if that's the same, but I read somewhere that it was this was like twice to get the story, and then you could do it more to get like the extra. They added shit. they added an extra pl- like playthrough for this, it's like route E or something. Okay. So if there's a route E, that leads me to believe that there's an A, B, C, five and runs. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I I love it. I think it's great. Um, they, you know, obviously I didn't play the original game, so I don't really have a comparison to make. But from what I've read, they did some um, polishing up on like the combat. They brought in the guy that did the combat for Automata from Platinum Games to help like consult on the combat for this. Um, it's not like as good as it was in Automata, but it's good. Like it's, I, I'm not like I have no complaints. Yeah. Um, the characters are great. I'm having like the the main protagonist you play as like voice acted really well. I think his character development as of right now is really good. A um, couple of supporting characters I feel the same. Uh, one in particular. Yeah, just one in particular right now that I. Sp- like particularly feel that way about like he's part of your party and like they you know they like I, I did some story stuff with him recently that like really dove into like what he is and like why he is able to do the things he does and like all that kind of shit so sure um yeah i can't i don't really have any complaints about it i well i can't really say that um the only the only real complaint about it i have is the sheer amount of side quests they drop on you and that like they're literally all like fetch quests aside from like maybe three or four that I've done, sure. Um, which kind that's of that's so typical of those games back then. Though. Well, that I mean, was like... my thing is like I'm kind of chalking it up to the fact that it's like an RPG from 2010. Like I don't like I can't I couldn't really expect there to be like every side quest like this grandiose like crazy thing. Like there are there are some peppered in there that do tell a good, like, isolated story that I appreciate. Um, like, there's one with, like, this lighthouse lady in particular that I, th- like, I think, like, developed, like, really well. And, like, it was kind of, like, a longer quest line, like, that certain things that, like, involved her. And I thought it, like, concluded, like, you know, it, it didn't have, like, the hap- – it didn't have, like, a happy ending, but I did, like, I appreciated the way it ended and, like, thought it mm-hmm. was, like – thought it, like, wrapped up nicely. Um yeah, and like the I, I've never the near games like this and Automata like I've 
very rarely seen a game that like goes out of its way to develop like pretty inconsequential characters to like things that are going on like um there's these two like there's an armory that you go to that like upgrades your weapons and stuff and this uh, it's called like two brothers armory or some shit like that so like one of the first missions you do in the game is like go find their mother that like went to go salvage some stuff you go through the mission whatever you find out what happens to their mom you go back you report and then um you play the game for a while like whatever they're there in the shop play the game for a while a major story thing happens you go back over there the shop is closed and you can't get in i was like in there doing like farming or something i wanted to like pop in quick to see if i could upgrade anything I was like, oh, it looks like they're not here. So I was like, okay. So I left. Some story stuff happens, and then I have to go back there. And then, like, when I walked into the zone, a cutscene started, and like, ex- like just a cutscene of like these two characters, like, you know, going through something. And then when it, you know, faded back into me being able to play, I went into the shop, and, uh, like the consequences of whatever happened in that cutscene are like right in front of me. And I was like. Huh. <laughs> like you didn't need to do any of that, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> like Yeah. Um and Near Automata did the same thing. Like they were like pretty minor characters throughout that entire game that they were just like just kind of flesh out just because they could. And I like, mm-hmm. I can appreciate stuff like that. Sure. Um But yeah, again, like the, the, the biggest complaint that I have about this game is the side quests and just how fetch questy they are. It's just I don't know, it's just kinda not it's well, just, no one likes fetch quests. You know? Yeah, and like you know? there's one in particular that like is just such a fucking slog, and I, I started it and like don't want to do any more of it. Like I have to get this character like these specific flower seeds, like a specific color of tulip or some shit or moonflower. <laughs> I think about right, yeah. And um, at your house in your village, you have like a little garden off to the side, so like you can plant. And like the only way to get this color of seed is to, like, crossbreed these fucking other colors. So, like, I have to, like, plant, like, blue and gold, like, in sequence. Like, blue, gold, blue, gold, blue, gold. And, like, I have to, like, wait, like, two, like, real days <laughs> to, like, <coughs> potentially, like, it's just a percentage chance to get, like, a different color that, that I then have to crossbreed with another color to get the one I need, and that's an even lower percentage chance, and I need 10 of these seeds, and, like, I just... I think I don't... That sounds absolutely I ridiculous. don't want to do it, but also, like, I've done all of the other ones, so, like, I feel like I need to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, uh... Yeah, like, that... that That's the only one that I've come across where I'm like, wow, fuck this thing. <laughs> I want to do this at all. It's like, yeah, I... I absurd. I've figured out, like, the, the game offers a fast travel system like pretty late into the game like i just unlocked the fast travel system like a couple hours ago um and like navigating like through like villages and like some of like the plains areas like kind of just i'm like it's a little tedious because you're like constantly going back and forth Mm -hmm. um i figured out like some movement tech that kind of like helps me like just get through these fucking areas like super fast so that helps and they also offer like early on they offer a quest that gives you the ability to get a mount that makes getting through the plains area specifically like super is it a horse it's a a weird it's a it's a boar Mm. um but yeah i mean the it's it's weird going back to this game after playing near automata and just seeing like certain things 
that I remember seeing in Nier Automata and like in this, like there's a specific character in uh, one of the villages. He's like the prince or whatever. And the entire settlement wears masks and they speak a weird language or whatever. Um, but like the, the village like king or prince or whatever, he wears like this very specific mask that you see on some of the robots in Nier Automata in like the desert area. And it's like the exact mask, and I'm like, like I don't, I'm sure that these games are, you know, connected. I haven't really like, you know, done that research, so I'm not super sure. Um, but like, just thinking back on that and being like, I wonder if like all these fucking robots I'm fighting are all like supposed to be like these people, <laughs> like from like, because like th- these games span like fucking hundreds of years, yeah, and shit like that, like in their timeline. So like, I'm wondering if that's like what that kind of shit is. So it's cool to like go back and play this because now it's got me pondering stuff from Near Automata again, and I love that game. So sure. Um. But yeah. All right, that's cool. I I want to play it. I mean, I I I I played Automata one time. Yeah, I, like, I didn't replay it. Like I said, like I just it's if you're not gonna go through and like do all of the the playthroughs of those games that like you kind of need to to get the full story, it's kind of like, it's kind of pointless, kind of wasting your time. No, I get it. it the, my biggest gripe, and I, I've I've seen it somewhere. I, I forgot what I can't even tell you. Maybe a Metacritic review. I don't know. Is that my biggest gripe with Automata was uh, like the, all the environments were so bland. Like they were just so like. Like just like these carbon copy apartment buildings that just all look the same and the main and like, the main the, city, for sure. I thought well besides like okay besides like I don't I forgot what it was called that like forest outpost with all the mm-hmm. with all the machines and stuff like not every single place was like that in in, in Automata but like just a lot of it was it just felt it just felt super samey. Like, and I just, it just what like, oh, so much industrial shit. Like, that, I, I did not like any of that. I didn't like exploring. I didn't want to explore. Um, you know, that's, that was the biggest thing that threw me off. And I feel like this one isn't that much different than that. Um, no, that's not true. The, well, I don't know. That's, I'm going off with just the few things I've seen. The villages are all, like, pretty vastly different. Like, the one with, like, the, the, the masked people and, like, whatever. Like, they live in, like, a desert, like, almost like, I remember the actual place where people lived were all fine. Yeah, it was more then, just everything when you were out fighting shit. I felt like all that stuff, none, none of that really. Yeah, I mean, look good. And those, aside from like the first time you enter them or the first couple times you enter them, you're not really going there to explore those areas at all. Like you just kind of, they're just a conduit to get to where you need to go. At that point, so like, yeah, like the the plains. There's like a northern plains and a southern plains. They're like. Pretty much the same. It's like grassy fields. The northern plain has like a like a broken down like bridge, whatever. Um, yeah. But you you you're really just using that to get to. There's like four different areas you get to from there. So you really just you spawn in there. Like you go through that zone. You jump on a boar and you just speed to where you need to be. Like <laughs> yeah. same thing with the fast travel. Like when you unlock the fast travel later, like you just like all right, just fucking just take me here. <laughs> I don't want to sure. do any of this shit. Um, <coughs> But yeah, I mean, it's what I will say is that the there's more color. Like I know Automata was very like brown for a lot of very it. Brown. Yeah. Um. There's only like a, a couple of areas that I can remember in Automata that were like really like colorful and like bright. The carnival, like the the, the carnival or whatever, carnival, was one of them. Yeah. The forest was one. Um. No, there's another one I can't think of. 
Um, but like the the planes are they're very green, um, very green blue. The sun doesn't set, so it's like never dark. Um, it's just like you know sometimes it's like overcast, so like it's a little bit darker sometimes. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I I think the the big areas that you have to navigate are more visually appealing, just because they're not just like brown. Um, there is a desert that you have to get through, which is just brown because it's a desert. Well, it's a, it's a desert. You can't really do much. <coughs> it's a desert. Yeah. But it's right, I, I guess I. Uh, yeah, I um, maybe that's something I'll check out at some point. I don't know, but I w- I always say to myself I'll go back and play Automata again. I'll probably have to play the whole thing over again because I don't remember much sure about it. Have to play the first. Yeah, I, I think a very substantial recap video on YouTube. I've never, I've never played anything like near Automata story, so I like I I highly recommend that. Granted, you have to like it. Yeah, is, I like it is I'm, a commitment. Even the first time through is pretty cool. I mean, this I mean, doesn't really answer many questions, but like it's intriguing enough. I mean, that's that's what got me through because like the combat was fine. I didn't love it either, you know. And then the and then the story was probably the main thing that got me through. Um, you know, I obviously wasn't playing it for like the moment to moment gameplay of it, so you know. But I just remember having no desire to replay. I think did we buy that together. Is that me and Brian? No, I bought me that. And Brian. It was and Brian. Yeah. Um. I forgot whatever I forgot what he did with it, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, that's I mean, cool. I'm glad I'm glad you like it. I will I will say that two B specifically probably has like the least interesting combat out of all of the characters you do playthroughs of that of in that game. Mm-hmm. So like, the second playthrough you do is with Nine S, who's like the 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 boy partner, mm-hmm. and his combat is that for some reason more fun than two B, and she's supposed to be like a fucking badass. Um, and then the third playthrough you have to do of that game is with A2, who you see in 2B's story. She's like that like random android you find that's all like torn up. Mm. And that's the third playthrough. It's her, and her combat is a ton of fun. So like the more, the as you go through, and her, her story is completely different from 2B and 9S. Like hers takes place after all this shit they do. So like, yeah. that's completely, like entirely different shit. Right. Maybe one day. Who knows? Um, but um, that's cool that you're you're so into it. That's for sure because I know people love those games. Yeah. Um, also, look at online. It looks like it's three playthroughs minimum, and then there's a fourth one. But you could you could save scum and see both endings. Oh, okay. According to the internet, you know, at least take that with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. Anything? Uh, anything else you want to throw out there that you've been checking out? Uh, I played like. Uh, we played like four matches of the new Apex season the other day. Oh yeah, it was Apex. Yeah, that's fine. The new yeah. the new legend is cool. I haven't got to try her yet, but she looks cool. Um, a lot of people are complaining about her, and I can understand why. Oh, her mobility is like that. Her that mobility absurd. is nuts, and I, she like I completely haven't... she completely makes like there are some legends where she like makes their tacticals like completely fucking pointless. True. I have a rate to where I've been like steamrolled by her, I've been annoyed, but I'm you know, I'm sure it's coming at some point. The new battle, uh, the bat, not the new uh, arena what's it called nah, arena. Thank you. Uh, mode is cool. Um, it's not my favorite. Like I probably would still rather just go play Valorant or yeah Counter Strike even than, than than do that. I still think Apex doesn't lend itself well too well to that type of style of gameplay, but it's still fun. It's just it's very like. 
you know, it, it just seemed to, like every it's it's like it's a steamroll aspect. Like you know, one one as soon as somebody goes down, you always have one person overextends, and then they get downed, or like or like they'll get shot up real quick, and then be like healing, and then then the team rushes you, and you pretty much are kind of fucked because mm-hmm. you're down one person. Yeah. You know, or like somebody has a bow and nails you from across the map, and then their then their teammates get a quick kill, and then it's three v one, and then you're pretty much going to be fucked. You know, yeah. so. It's hard to come back from that kind of stuff because you don't like you don't. It's not like Valorant when you die from one headshot or a couple shot or a couple shots to like the chest area mm-hmm. where you can easily come back. It's so I I, I don't dislike it, but I, I'm not gonna act like it's like the greatest thing they added to the game. Also, had a lot of server issues. I they they undid all of my loadouts, which I'm so salty about. Like everything defaulted back to like I had nothing. Yeah, like I still had my stuff. Everything like equipped. banners, trackers, uh, skins on my guns, skins on my my legends. Everything went to back to like I never ever switched anything. So, so that's just Annoying. not a huge deal, I guess. But yeah, just a, a, a stupid thing. So, um, all right. Well, I haven't played a couple of new things. Um, before I get to Resident Evil, because that's the big one, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. Subnautica below zero. I've always wanted to check out Subnautica, but I've always been hesitant because, like, I was never sure how how much of that game was just like, here you are, you're in the ocean, mm-hmm. just f- figure it out, you know, or if there was any type of story. And I kind of realized by playing Valheim as much as I did that, like, I kind of like that. I guess I, I I like that type of game as long as you give me some vague sense of direction, I I will take that and I will run with it. So I. uh and I, you know, we put, you know, whatever, we all put a hundred plus hours into Valheim, and I'm sure we'll be more hours. We'll go into Val- Valheim as soon as things get added to it. Speaking of, so Valheim, I was like, real quick, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, they right. um, updated Bone Mass's visuals, so now his trophy isn't just a fucking blob with bones in it. It's like actually oh, just shit. his head, and it like it's like moving and shit, and like dripping and yeah. gross. So that's a nice little thing we we find the log back on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um. Yeah, I'm sure we'll go back to Valheim at some point when the up, those updates start rolling out, um, for sure. So that made me want to check out Subnautica. I, I, sub, the first one came out like a while ago, so I was like, ah, it's kind of old news. I don't know if I really want to check that out because that game's like that was free on Epic. I think that's been free on mm-hmm. PlayStation. Like, I, you know, I feel like you know, every Steam sale you just find that for like you know, pennies. So, and then I knew the new one was coming out, and then I wasn't sure if it was a sequel or a DLC or whatever. And I googled it, and then I found out. Apparently, it's been confusing. Like, they, they haven't labeled it a sequel until, like, this week when, like, the trailer, like, a trailer for it came out and said, like, this is that, like, this is a full-blown sequel. And it's also $30, so that's real expensive DLC if that's what, if that's what they were marketing it as. But, no, it's a new, it's a, it's a brand new game. I, again, I don't, I never played the first one. I don't know if, how it connects into it, if it does at all. Um, but pretty much you get dropped into a new planet that's all, like, it's frozen over below zero. That's where it comes from. Um, and then you're searching for your sister. Um, who is lost and you're, you were like, used to be part of like this, like mega tech corp that like, uh, studies these planets and there's like remnants of like the tech all over, like the, in, like in the water and out of the water from where you are. And it's really cool. Like you start off and you land your little spaceship and like you're on land and then you jump into the water and all of a sudden this like gigantic area opens up and like, I, I don't like it, it, it was like a, it was like a moment, like, uh, I'm not gonna compare it exactly to it, but like, like in oblivion when you get out of the, when you get out of the mm. sewers, and you like it opens up like that. You're like, whoa, holy shit, this is mm-hmm. a lot. And it's still really cool, like going out of the water, coming back down, and just seeing everything just work. Because like games just don't usually have that detailed underwater environment like this does. And like that's really cool. And like it does a really good job, like atmospherically. Like 
uh, like where like if you're like near the top of the water or you're not that deep, like it's just like these like pretty floaty, cool looking fish, and like and like uh, the plants are cool. The, the lower you get, the scarier the shit is going mm-hmm. on, and then it gets darker, and then your systems start to fail, and and like and then you start hearing like noises, and you start seeing things you don't normally see, and like that's really cool. And like I know there's like Leviathan class type yeah, like giant, uh, like fish, sea kings or some shit. I, I guess yeah, like and like I, I know I've seen online like on Reddit or whatever. Um, like the, the, the big one that was in Subnautica and like people's like the first time I saw that, like I, sh- I shit my pants and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I can't wait. So like that, that's really cool. Um, uh, I don't think I'm anywhere near quite that, that yet. Cause I, cause I even know, like even now, if you go too, too deep, you get like your, like the oxygen check in your suit you have, like don't work as well. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's like you you start with a drop pod in the water and then you, you have a fabricator, which like if you put war materials in it, you could get stuff out. And then you start with just making like a knife and fins, and then like and then you start making like uh, like a like a little. I have like a motorcycle water bike in now, and like I'm starting to build my my own base, and like it kind of it kind of goes from there. So like it's, it's you start like you know obviously it's not chopping trees and picking up rocks, but it's close enough. It's like cho- it's like getting coral and like. Mm-hmm stealing fish out of the water and it's pretty cool i uh you know i, I think valheim will always have the edge in, in this genre for me because of the, the multiplayer aspect of it yeah uh, which i don't think this this has any of that but there's also a lot of intriguing story stuff um you know more more so than i thought and i look and like a lot of things i saw online was more like uh the original subnautica was way more like open world do what you want and this one is more defined and more of like a story which like is probably something that would benefit for me so yeah the um, i think one of the one things i know about the original was that the game was very like just kind of do like minecrafty like just fucking here you go and like they started to like trickle in like very light story stuff like and like later updates with updates yeah maybe <clears throat> but yeah it was very much like just they just drop you on the planet like the only story beat you have is that you crash land i think and then, like, you're just, like, in the water. <laughs> like, you gotta, yeah. like, just figure it out, I'm pretty sure. I, I know there was some... I'm sure there was some form of a yeah, story. Yeah, there was, like, audio logs be, and but... stuff, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't think there's anything quite, you know. But I, I think I think it's, like... I, I, the, the, I mean, unless with this one, the Valheim comparison is really... Happy. Like, I would... Minecraft, because you, you can't edit the... Like, it's not, like, you can't really build like that. Um... You know, it's like you. It's, it, like it definitely is like even more so than Valheim because like pretty much you chop a bunch of wood and then you can make yourself a, a pretty substantial base just with wood. Mm-hmm. And like this, it's like you need like very specific materials to make like your habitat. And like you have to build it in certain areas and you have to build and it has like structural integrity and stuff like that because you're underwater and you mm-hmm. can't build too low and like you know. And I'm, I'm I literally just got into that. I'm like four hours into the game, so nice. I'm, I'm I'm excited to check out more of it though. And I don't, I hope there's like a some form of definitive ending. Um, like, so, like, I don't know where to, like, kind of stop, you know, yeah. I, I still, I think it's technically early access. Um, uh, it's 1.0, I was looking at is it. Is it 1.0? Yeah, I was looking at it on Steam before. Yeah, I guess, yeah, 1.0. Oh, that, I guess it's a really serious, it was early access when I looked at it last, so. <clears throat> but, um, that's, that's cool, I'm excited to play more of that. Cool. Um, and then, the Resident Evil, uh, is a big one, Resident Evil Village, I beat it two nights ago. Uh, it took me about nine and a half hours, nine thirty-eight, I think, like to be exact, how long it took me. Um, it was, it was, it was good. Like it was, it was great. I mean, it was, it's Resident Evil. I, I can't say like it, like you know, shot my dick off, like <laughs> you know, like playing four again or something. Yeah. You know, like it, it just was very much, like it's not doesn't touch four, doesn't come close. 
I, in my opinion. It, like, is on par with Seven, but, like, Seven just did it first and did it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if this came out, like, a month after Seven, I wouldn't have bl- blinked an eye. I would have been like, okay, this is just another, another game. Mm-hmm. Just like Seven, you know? Like, uh, I did. I don't, like, I feel like a control's almost exactly the same. The story's not, it's not similar, because it's totally to- two different things, but it's just very Resident Evil. Um, like your ma- the inventory management is all there, and then like you know, and like just like the type of combat and the type of puzzles, and that stuff stuff's all there. You know, like it, it, there's nothing. Re- I didn't feel like anything felt new or like super different. Um, even like the like kind of the ramp up in, in areas, like because like Resident Evil loves like. Giving you like an industrial place to go to, like mm-hmm. they, they got it, they got to do. It. They so have here's to. Here's a factory. So, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, like in Resident Evil Four, like somehow you get to like a mil. You know, I mean, yeah, this escape been out forever. Yeah, a military yeah. island. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you told me the first hour of that game, I'm gonna end up there. I'm gonna be like, okay, yeah, yeah. seven, okay. seven, you're on all the right. fucking ship. Like suddenly, yeah, on the ship, <laughs> and and in, right. and in eight, like it's not really a spoiler, but you end up in like a big fucking factory. Yeah, no, no, and no, like no. it, it, it makes sense in in terms of how the story progresses. But like I didn't like I was like I didn't, I didn't need I didn't need that like I got to that and like that was my least favorite part of the whole game like I did not I didn't I didn't have a fun time in that area like it just was it just it was the longest one of the bunch it took well maybe not the longest but it just felt long a lot of the same kind of areas then enemies get a, get kind of harder but like not in like a fun way some of them at least um, just wasn't it wasn't like an, I mean there was a couple of spots in that that were pretty cool looking but for the most part like each individual room was just like some weird mechanical room mm-hmm. with some weird mechanical shit happening and that was it you know mm-hmm. um, I think for the again for story why like story purposes yes it made sense what you were doing what, you know the stuff you find there what was going on that all like you know that was all fine um, the boss fight was pretty cool all the boss fights were cool I, I have no complaints about those the characters were all really cool. Like the, the the lords that you, you find mm-hmm. in the game, those are all really cool. The main character is also fine. The main character is some crazy person with tons of powers. You got to kill whatever. Um, how it how it factors into the to Ethan and Mia and like their baby Rosemary, like that was all cool. Um, you know how other older characters are incorporated into it. Like I, I thought all that was cool. Um, was was good. I, I feel like I did a little more backtracking than I would have liked. I don't remember. I can't remember if I felt like that in seven, but like you go to the first area and it's a it's a village. That's where it comes from. And there's different areas off the village, and that's kind of where the different areas you go to. So you start in the village, then there's a castle. There's like a there's like a, a reservoir. There's like a other house that's a pretty small contained section, which was pretty cool. And then like there's that factory. And that's pretty much... So they use the, the village as, like, a hub area. A hub area, exactly. Yeah. And, like, I did appreciate that they didn't take the opportunity to, like, hit you with a brand new set of enemies every time you went to that area. Like, it was like you went there the first time and you did your stuff there. Then the second time, after the initial thing, you go back there and then there's, like, new enemies and that's fine. But once they're dead, they're dead. Mm. Like, they could have totally been, like, you know, every time you went out of that area yeah. went back there, I could totally see them adding enemies back into that area, which they don't. Um, there's a lot of treasures in the game. And at a certain point, they like the the merchant like gives you a map to go find them, and like some of them are just like very backtracking just to ha- get like it's like a Metroidvania practically. Mm-hmm. Like you get a you get an item halfway through the game, but you, by, by like a wheel well you're past in the first twenty minutes of the game, you know. So like like some of it wasn't was fine, but some of it was just a little more tedious. I know there's um, like that weird. I saw one. I think one of those things, and it's like when you're in the Demetrescu <coughs> castle or whatever. 
like in his shop area, he's at that like ball game with the the castle or whatever, and like you find That's the ball like those, way yeah. later or something, and then, like you no, just... you find you find each ball in the area. Oh, but you? Okay. you find you find you find the the game like right away, and then you mm-hmm. find the ball at some point in in each area. There's four of them, and they and they they're just sell items. A lot of it is you go through this really long drawn out thing, and you and it just you just sell your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just stuff to sell. Um, there was a though there was a one the different mechanic where you 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 killed animals for meat and then if you so if you brought them to the merchant he makes you food which gives you your permanent health uh, health uh, buffs like movement buffs and one that decreases damage while you're guarding like that was a pretty cool different thing um, I like that I like the merchant he was a really he was a the cool Duke. character because on par with um uh, you know what do you buy mm-hmm. you know um. But uh, and you know, it, yeah, it was it was good. It was really good. But I'm just gonna not say it was like the greatest thing I ever played. Um, we were talking we were talking about this before. Like seven, re- I don't know if it was because I was out of work at the time, but like seven really compelled me to replay that like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I want the platinum, and I and like now I don't know what I want to do more. I don't know if I want the platinum or I just want to like get a bunch of crazy weapons and like have a bunch of crazy weapons. Like, I don't really know, like, what, you know, the, the it's several that kind of went hand in hand. This one, it's like, I kind of feel like doing the crazy shit is not exactly goes hand in hand with the Platinum. Rather, in seven, it did. Like, you were kind of doing one in conjunction with the other. <clears throat> yeah. Rather, now it's either, like, focus on getting, like, the crazy weapons and just having fun or, like, focus on the Platinum. Like, I feel like they don't really coincide. Yeah, I remember so, you getting the Platinum for seven and it kind of, like, just was pretty natural like every yeah every like natural step that you would take was like leading you to more trophies exactly yeah like i remember seven was like you beat it once and then you got like that hand you got that you got that really good pistol mm-hmm. and then that helped you i think i like a speed run it and then you got the um the saw the saw was what helped you with madhouse difficulty yeah. and stuff and like that like there, there's not that natural progression in this because so it's like once you finish the game once you unlock the extra contact shop, which is where you unlock uh, infinite ammo and all the crazy guns. Uh-huh. But you need to do challenges to get CP points to unlock stuff in that menu. And challenges are like beat the game, kill 1500 enemies, kill 100 enemies with a shotgun. And like some are even like crazier. Some are like, I don't know, knock a flaming arrow out of the air with your knife, you know? And, so that's, but, and that's like stuff it, that they implemented in two and three remakes. Uh, yeah. So that's, yeah. Where, that's where they Same. got it from. <laughs> And I didn't like it there either. Like yeah. in two, I had no desire to replay that. After I was done, I was like, okay, I guess I'm done with this. Um, so like, I had a good amount of stuff done from the, uh, the my first playthrough. So I had a good enough CP to like unlock the cross uh, the uh, infinite ammo for the grenade launcher. Um, and then like, I could have did a couple other things, but like, I didn't upgrade. You need to, uh, you need if you want to get uh, infinite ammo for a gun, you need to upgrade the gun fully in the game, and then you could do it outside of the game. Um, you could unlock it for the ammo. So I didn't like, I, I knew that, but I just wasn't really concentrating on that when I was going through it. Mm. Um, when you start a new game plus, you start with all of your stuff over again. So I restarted the game on hardcore with all my stuff. And like, like that's a substantial jump. Like I, like also full disclosure, I put it on casual, like I do. So this is like a pretty serious jump. Like it's not even necessarily the damage I'm doing, but the enemies just hit you way harder. Yeah. And like, that's still one <clears throat> down from village of shadows. So I'm like, Oh shit, the village of shadows must be real. Real difficult. Um, so now I'm just kind of stuck where, like, a part of me wants to go back and play more and, like, unlock the crazy shit. And a part of me just wants to be like, oh, that's just a little more work that I'm willing to give it. If I knew if I replayed this this way, then, like, after this, I would have, like, have, like, a crazy cool weapon mm-hmm. and I knew I was going to have it, I probably would do it. But, 
you know, I, I, I don't like, I feel like it, I don't want to get to a point where like I have to really grind something to get, or like I finish a playthrough and I wasn't quite there mm-hmm. on like one challenge and I don't have enough points and then I have to just replay again to, you know, like yeah. that's, you know, I'm not super keen on that, but, and again, at the same vein, I just never, I didn't love that last section. So the idea of replaying that isn't exactly like, oh, hell yeah, let's do that again. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see, but it's, it's, it's good. I mean, if you like Resident Evil, you'll love it. Um, if you never played Resident Evil, this is, it, it's, I mean, I guess you probably play seven first, but you know, it's, it's fine to start on. Um, it's accessible. It's, a, it's still a good, good combination of, um, action and puzzles, uh, just like seven and, and four was, but four was just like the pioneer of it. Um, yeah, wasn't that long. Like I said, like I, I, you know, I, I did like everything I, I could, so it took me a little bit longer, but I'm sure you could get it right around eight. If you're not really trying to go as, as thorough as do it as I did, um, and if you uh, and once you know what you're doing, you could use like the, uh, there's a, tr- uh, a trophy for being in under three hours, mm-hmm. and like very very doable if you know what you're doing for sure. It's just like seven ones. Yeah, so. I was gonna, yeah, they usually like th- these games want you to beat them like a few times. Oh yeah, they do. So and like we well, usually the biggest the biggest <laughs> hurdle for these games is the puzzles. And like the areas that you're in, and just figuring out where you need to be. So sure. Once you have that I mean, stuff, the, like kind of in the, in your head, it cuts a lot of time off. Yeah the the game sexes you off pretty well. Like there's a key that you get, and it starts off as like a normal key, and then it becomes like a two wing key, and then a four wing key. Then they throw a fucking baby on it. Like <laughs> then like that opens each individual gate to go to uh-huh. the next area to the next thing. So like it's kind of hard to like get lost of like at least your progression. And I never thought any of the puzzles. Like I mean, I, admittedly, I used a guide. Like when I was when I like really was trying not trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. But like I like most of the puzzles were pretty. Like as long as you just investigate every room, you eventually figure it out. Like it's not nothing too crazy. But yeah, it's good. I mean, it's a PS5 game. It looks great. Um, like I said, I didn't play substantially better than seven. Probably right on par. So if you didn't like seven, you're not gonna like this. But if you like seven, you're gonna love this. Cool. And there should be a VR mode, definitely. That would be really fun. I'm sure when <clears throat> VR two or whatever comes out, they'll probably implement Hopefully. it. Hope that was one of the big things about seven was how good it was. So I can't imagine that they yeah. like throw that by the wayside when it becomes available again. You would think, yeah, because I know I've seen a lot of articles about people saying that it should use a, it would use a, it would be a cool VR uh, game. So I'm, I would be surprised if they don't capitalize on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's it for me with games. I want to just poop out that little bit of news and then we'll two off topic. Yeah, so a fat load of nothing really has happened since last Friday. Um, well, real small thing. I guess it's not really a small thing, but this is going to happen eventually. But it's the first round of these things that's happening. Uh, the new DualSense controller colors for the PS5. That black one's um, looking nice. Yeah, dude. The it's red and black, so it's still got like the the inside area, like where the analog sticks, is still that black color. It's like the white shell part that changes color. So you can either get it in red or black. Um, <clears throat> the red is like a weird red, like it's like, like a lipstick red. Yeah, it's like almost it. like a like almost like a maroon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the the black is fucking super nice. Just reminds me of like a PS2 controller, and that just. Love to see it. Sure. Um, yeah, I haven't bought. I never bought my second one, so this might be when I finally put the trigger. In my yeah, I, I bought a second controller like when I picked up my or like the day I got my PS5. So 
<clears throat> um, I think they're up for pre-order now. Uh, and they release... They release soon, like next month, Yeah, right? I think pretty soon. June, June 11th. 11th, yep. Um, yeah, so June 11th is when they come out. They're up for pre-order now. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, they're cool colors. Cool. Let me some cool colors. I, lo- I love controllers. Like, I feel like if they were so expensive, I would, like, have more... Yeah. Of them, like I w- I've always loved uh, Xbox design lab. Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. Where you, where like you could just cool, do yeah, like crazy colors and shit. Yeah, I've always thought that was cool, but I was like, I don't want to spend like a hundred and like thirty dollars on a controller. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think like video game controllers are cool. It's like a cool collectible thing if you have the money because it's an expensive yeah. collectible thing. Um. Yeah. So other piece of news, not super crazy, kind of expected. Um. Ubisoft will be prioritizing free-to-play games. Um, they went out of their way to say that they are not abandoning like big-budget stuff, like big-budget AAA launches and stuff. Um, but they will be buckling down and like f- like really making free-to-play a uh, focus, like a main priority for them. Because um, that's where their money's coming from, so I guess makes sense yeah i mean i think the first like kind of angling of this was the division heartland stuff that we talked about a little bit last week um we're still not sure like what that is probably cool phone game uh, the phone game no it's, like no game? they just announced it the division heart wow. tom clancy's the, the division heartland there is something with the phone like division's coming with your phone right uh because what that was it some of the phones in division Sorry, that I don't know. Gone. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that that game specifically is expected to come out in like 20, 2022, I think is what I read. I think I'm done with the division. I don't know if like I don't know what they could do I, in the I, division to make me like. We talked. We talked about time. it last week, and the only thing that I could think would be either make it a free to play, like the game that it is, but kind of follow the Destiny model, make it free to play, do seasons big like really f- buckle down on like the looter shooter part of it like it's supposed to because i feel like that's like a, like not as much of a priority in those like at least not in the second game the first game it felt like okay not great um but like really buckle down on like the different abilities that characters can use the loot stuff like that and then like add seasons as the game throughout the game's life cycle whatever or make it a br which is probably more likely that could be cool. I get that with that. I would try that. I would try that. Yeah. Um, it's it's more likely that it's probably going to be a Battle Royale than, like, a free-to-play, like, regular the Division title. Because um, that, like, if they jump into that, it'll probably just be the Division 3 rather than whatever Heartland is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, on top of this, they also actually mentioned skull and bones which is something that i've been looking forward to for, for a fucking long time because they announced it That's, like fucking four four years ago yeah i was like two, 2017 maybe yeah. yeah um which is basically just taking the the, sh- the pirate ship combat from assassin's creed three and four four, four. um and like it's just like uh, making a game out of it which is fucking awesome because the, the ship combat in Assassin's Creed Four was great. Yes. Was um, awesome. But yeah, so apparently that came back up. Um, 
apparently will be releasing between April 1st, 2022 and March 31st, 2023, which is kind of a big window, but all right. Um, same thing with Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, which we have heard pretty much nothing about. Um, and a mountain bike racing game called Riders Republic, which I have never heard of. But so all of these... That. Uh, all like 22, 2023 fiscal year launch window for all of this shit. Um, uh, there's something about Beyond Good and Evil also, and I. Well, so I don't know if you said. It. Did, did, did you say that Skull of Bolts was delayed till 2022? You said that, right? It, it wasn't that it was delayed. It's just that like they finally like nailed down a release date. Between, oh, that's when it's coming out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I want I want to say the or initial like window. maybe like expected release window was like yeah it was like the year like, that they announced it and then it d- yeah I was gonna say like, 2018 yeah. yeah um there's something about Beyond Good and Evil two which has also been dormant for fucking years um I did yeah I haven't seen anything about that for the Star Wars game being built by Mass Entertainment. I know people really care about that. Per- personally, that's like whatever for me because I've never. Yeah, it's, this is not. I've never played that. What I'm reading right remember, now is not telling me anything. So. <coughs> I just remember watching the trailer and thinking like, "Oh, that's a cool monkey." Guy. Yeah, I like. I really doing? liked that trailer a lot, and a lot of people. I th- think the first game is viewed like pretty positively. So like, I was excited. Oh, well, I think that's, that's what people. Like, I think that's what people care. Yeah, yeah and like the the, really the the promises they were making for two were real hefty. So like, I'm still super curious about how they're gonna shake all that shit out but yeah uh, what i'm reading right now is not giving me the information i want and i'm not gonna go look for it so somebody else can <laughs> uh, well i'm sure if you i'm sure if you care about that game you're, you're already following the news yeah I, I don't think the information they shared was like all that detailed anyway and it was didn't really say much but it was just interesting to see that it came up um sure. and yeah that's it Cipher news all right. Uh, I guess we'll do some off topic. I don't have much. I finished Invincible, like I said, but that's that's I'm a little behind the curve there. It's real great. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Everyone knows it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished. I finally finished Fire Force. That show is great. Uh, the characters are great for always. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite thing about it. Is like yeah. uh, Company Eight and all the other characters from all the different. Uh, the fire companies. The fire fire company. I want to say firehouses. Oh yeah. I mean. Fire companies. They're all really cool, and like how they almost like everyone like at the beginning of the show thinks like the uh, company eight is like, like a, a fucking, fucking bunch joke. of losers, yeah. but at the end they're like, oh shit, yeah. like fucking, they don't know what they're doing, yeah. um, you know. But I, 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 but like some of the arcs in that show are just not that interesting. Like I, like I, like I call myself like just really like not being invested in some of them. Like I, uh, I really did not like that one where they like went to that other island with the fucking oh, like the raccoon China thing? China Peninsula or whatever. Yeah, like that. That I was just like, it was cool because like the that other guy, um, the one with the fire the punches tattoo, like tattoos. Yeah, 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 that guy was cool. I what his name is. And like, and then you also like you you, you they that's where they kind of show off uh, Juggernaut, and then he mm. has a, a really cool part in the in the last arc. Um, you know, but it just kind of fluctuates between being really cool and just not as cool as I wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I was in kind of in the same boat with that arc. Like, I didn't care, like, the fucking weird talking animals or whatever. I was like, I don't know what this yeah. is fucking dumb, whatever. But, like, when they, like, finally get to the the reactor Fighting. and they're kind of, like, going more into, like, the Adola burst and, like, all that shit. I was like, all right, this is more interesting. Like, I... Yeah. I think you also find that... About. 
that huge revelation that there's like somebody inside of the yeah Amar- Amarat whatever yeah um that like it's like a huge thing you mm-hmm. know but um I you know but uh, but like as far as the characters go like I think like they're up there with like any other really good anime yeah. like I love Shinra. Um, Arthur was a really cool character. Arthur, yeah. Like his whole like role play thing yeah, was really he's funny. A fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's all, that or he's like super traumatized by his horrible childhood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a lot where that stems from. Yeah. But, um, you know, but like that that part where the it had been Vulcan and they're riding the tank at the end and he's trying to like pretend it's like no it's a horse we're yeah. a, we're a <laughs> and horse like, and he's like I'm a we're on my valiant steed yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Love it. And then it's like it's like it's like you know his like power levels directly like correlated to how much he actually thinks he is like a uh-huh. a white knight yeah. yeah like that like all that was the like really cool King. yeah um and they they did a pretty good job like at the beginning like I thought like like uh, uh, Tamaki right she's the one with yeah, like the cat. lucky lecture yeah, yeah you know like I thought at the beginning I was like oh this this she's just around for boobs mm-hmm. and anime bullshit and she kind of is yeah but like she yeah. has a little more of a role towards the end yeah they develop they start developing her a little bit more in like the latter part of season two yeah um, <clears throat> but yeah no it was it was a great it was a great anime I'm excited to for whenever season three comes out so word um. And then, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm going to start Castlevania next and y- Yasuke. That's how you say that new one? Yasuke. Yasuke. I'm excited to start that and then all the other animes I need to watch. So, Yasuke was very good. I just finished that. Yeah. It was, it was like, is it like top tier? Is it very uh, good? I wouldn't is call it... it top tier. I would actually call it like pretty middle tier. I just think it's really cool that it's like like the, the uh, source material is really cool because it is based on something real. It is obviously very fantastical because it's an anime. So there's like a lot of magic and like wacky bullshit. But the actual like, you know, Yasuke as a person existed. And like the fact that like, you know, it's being explored like it's this cool, is, yeah. is cool. That's cool. Because like Yasuke has been like in thi- like he's in Neo like you like he's the black samurai that you find in Neo. Oh, um, yeah. He's also like you know he is. They're very different though, right? Hmm? Like like I don't know. I feel like in Neo he's portrayed as like this gigantic lumbering dude. Oh, he's just a giant African. Is he, is he like that? Yeah, he's just a because like the biggest thing about him like um, like the history of him is that he was a servant for like an Italian like emissary or something that was in Japan like during feudal feudal Japan um and he caught Oda Nobunaga's eye because of his size and like how That's what how big at. he right. was I for some reason I, I'm, I'm picturing like like him being skinny in this in this new anime but he's not No, he's, he's just like a giant skinny. yeah, he's just a giant African yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like cool. his that's like his history. Like Oda, Nobun- o- Oda Nobunaga like sees him is like impressed with his size. Originally thinks that his skin is just painted with ink, like black ink. So he tries to get him washed off. Obviously doesn't <laughs> come right. off because that's the skin tone. Um, and then he is like, "Oh shit, you're mine now." And like he becomes like a, a servant for a little while. He eventually gets pretty much not knighted, but elected to be a samurai and uh, starts training as a samurai and shit like that and he becomes Odo Nobunaga's like bodyguard which is why he's yeah. always in like in the Neo games he's always like around like where you're fighting something in relation to Odo Nobunaga uh, but he was also in like Samurai Warriors games stuff like that so that's cool yeah that's awesome it's just cool to like to have that kind of shit like explored sure. more yeah for sure for sure 
what else you've been watching? I, you, know, well, you said the Demon Slayer movie. How was that? Uh, talked about it. Oh, you talked about that? La- I did. What was that last week? I did. I'm sorry. But no, it's fine. Uh, I'll talk about it again. Don't fucking tell me twice. It's great. It's awesome. Um, if you are even remotely a fan of the Demon Slayer anime, if you are able to, I recommend going to see that movie highly. Um, animation is fucking impeccable. It is a direct sequel to the first season of the show, so the story is impeccable. Um, impeccable. Two impeccables. Impeccable. Impeccable. Um, and the fucking character's great. There's Tanjiro Inosuke. Inosuke. I'm going to call him Inosuke. Yeah, Inosuke. Inosuke. Uh, Zenitsu. Zenitsu is my least favorite, but whatever. Like, when he is cool, he's cool. Yeah, I was thinking Zenitsu's cool, like, one-eighth of the time. Yeah. And then he's annoying. Um, and then he's the just, time. like, a fucking blubbering pain in my ass the rest of the yeah, time. Yeah, like, I, I, I really, I, like, I get what they're doing there, but, like, for something where, like, all the other characters are super cool, I'm like, do they, like, you know, like, it's, why? It's, like, it's, I like him in this because he's not in it a lot, and, like... The first, like, probably, like, third of the movie, like, he's, like, talking, like, loud and whatever, and then, like, because of story reasons, like, everybody, he's just kind of quiet and, like, is just in his in his zone, like, when he, like, fall, like passes out or whatever, and he just gets, like, yeah. and that's when he's like, cool. So, like, for story reasons, that happens, and he's just like that for, like, the rest of the movie until something happens at the end. And then he's, like, he finally is, like, what the fuck? And, like, and then, like, he's up. Um, we definitely gonna be the only people who think that way, so I'm sure they, nah. they probably like, oh, we gotta write this guy differently. No, I, how much manga is out? Is out like, it's over. It, like, it's finished, and he's 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 that character from all the way to the nah. end. Yeah. How much? How much more is there? Would you say like in terms of seasons? If you had to, like, if you had to guess, oh, in terms of seasons, um, read throughout like what? There, a guess. from what I can remember off the top of my head, there is at least two major arcs. Three major arcs left, from so what I can remember. So at least three to five seasons. I would say probably closer to like, I want to say six, but they'll probably they'll probably like squish it up a little bit because there's some stuff in there that like doesn't really matter. Sure. That they could probably like either cut out or condense a little bit. Sure. <clears throat> um. But yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, uh, anything else you were watching? Yeah, I mentioned uh, you guys can go back and like listen to like my in-depth on this stuff from last week at the yeah, end of the episode. Um, but there's a couple other f- anime for this season that I've been watching um, that really like has have caught my attention and like I think are really good. Um, one is called 86. Um, another is Two Year Eternity. And the... Third is called Tokyo Revengers. Um, I think Tokyo all, Revengers? Yeah. All very good, all very different from each other. Um, this is all currently happening. Yeah, see, right they now. all aired this season, spring season. Okay. Um, and then I actually uh, watched, because I had missed it, I think it was like a couple seasons ago, uh, Megalobox, which is... Like it's pretty much like a boxing anime, but they use like this stuff called gear, and it's like pretty much like enhanced like like shoulder like arm enhancements basically. Okay. Um, and it's 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 a boxing anime just with like robot exosuits or whatever. Sure. Um, tells like a really good underdog story, and I was actually very impressed. It also has like a really good, I really like the art style. It's got like an old school art style, kind of like Cowboy Bebop and like uh, 
Samurai Champloo is not really like that old school, but um, kind of like the art style reminded me of like Cowboy Bebop and like Samurai Champloo and stuff like that. So that was cool. Okay. Um, the second season, which is why I watched it, um, aired this season. So I'm caught up on that also. And that so far, I'm like, I think like halfway through, I don't know how many episodes are in the season. The six out. Very good. Um, tells a really, really good story about like depression, loss, uh, like um, acceptance, like all this like really cool shit that I did not expect after watching the first season. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I definitely recommend checking it. It's called Nomad, Nomad Megalobox. Just Nomad. Nomad Megalobox Two is it's like they use the Megalobox as like a it's like a subtitle. Okay. Um, but that's on Hulu. And that's, I think, everything new that like I actually recommend. Okay. I have something on my watch list that I haven't started yet that looks very good. Uh, other like, than that. Like new, like it's, it's yeah, not. Like aired, it's like new? aired this uh, airing oh, currently. Okay. Uh, let me see what it's called. Hold on. Megalobox. I, as much as I love anime... Some of these names, man. Yeah, I mean, listen to the, listen to this one. It's called Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. <laughs> but I've seen as a go on. I have seen clips and stuff, and it looks very, very good. So I'm okay. still gonna watch that. I mean, sometimes I feel like they shoot themselves. I mean, in my head, I'm like, is this easier to if I if I knew Japanese, would this be easier to figure out? Because like, I feel like a big barrier to like some of these shows, like 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 the Fate series, is like because like. There are all these names that sound similar, and like, who the fuck knows yeah. where to start? Like, why can't it just be like Fate One, Fate Two, like Fate Prequel to One? It's it's yeah. always like, you know, Fate Fizzle Ballsack Fucking High Night Order Seven, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, and you have to watch this one last because yeah. just because yeah. that's how you have to watch it, you know? Yeah, but yeah, I get it. that's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't really have any music or anything else. Um. I started the the Sons of Sam documentary on Netflix. I watched like two episodes. Pretty good. The Sons of Sam or Son of Sons Sam? of Sam. There is apparently this Sam. whole side of that whole thing that I had no idea about. So it's like actually really interesting for me because like uh, I like I true know. I like true crime stuff, but like this is sure. like completely new information for me. Um, apparently, like there was. Um, like I don't know how I didn't know this at all, but apparently there's like this like a, a potential cult involved in this whole thing, um, like uh, like a like a devil worshipping cult that was like involved. It's why why it's called Sons of Sam because like the the actual murderer himself was referred to as Son of Sam, but they're apparently like the the descriptions that were always given for the actual culprit were always so vastly different, and every single one was a like, completely fucking different. Like, so there's a chance there's like a like the, a cult group, of people like, out there, there like, that we like, never caught groups of like a group of people going around doing these murders, and it just so happens that uh, I think it's David Berkowitz um, yeah. was the one that was caught, <clears throat> and then like that's terrified, Pat. I want to think about that. Yeah, I, the the documentary is super interesting, so I would I would definitely yeah. recommend checking it out if you don't know if you have zero information about Son of Sam, even I would somehow also, I you would, have to be like yeah, twelve years old. Yeah, I would also still check it out. <laughs> It's, it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I don't think I have anything else like TV wise. 
uh, I did actually came from a recommendation from a uh, friend of the show, Teddy, um, a album called Hiding from an artist named Michael Christmas, and it is very good. Michael uh, Christmas? Yeah, Michael, like literally, like spell Michael and then Christmas. <laughs> it's called uh, it's called Hiding. It's it's, my, it's a hip hop album. It's very good. Um, my from, type of guy. From front to back, it is actually a very good listen. <clears throat> cool. Thanks, Ted. Is it is it European or like? English? No, 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 no. No, it's not grime. Like if that's what you're asking. No, no. I feel like he knows a lot of those, like, or talks about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think because every once in a while I'll bring it up, and then he like I don't think he expects other people to like grime. So when he hears somebody else like, oh yeah, I like this, and he just gets really pumped about it, and he won't yeah, shut up about I, I it for a while. Yeah. But yeah, Chetty, I would uh, I would definitely Chetty. check out. It's a very good album. Um, a couple standout tracks for me are. I can't remember. One of them is called Cinder Blocks, Rock, and I can't remember. Rock around the Christmas tree? No, one of them is called Cinder Blocks, and I cannot remember the other one. Hold on a second. Uh, family, not friends. And they're right. like literally like separated by a single song, but they're both great. Cool. Uh, definitely. Check well, if you like some hip hop, check it out. I uh, hip hop. I'm not. I'm not crazy about hip hop, but I did listen to that Brockhampton. Very uh, good. I reckon you you uh, recommended a couple of weeks ago, and it is indeed very good. Very like love, very like late '90s, early 2000s yeah. sound to it. It's really good. Yeah, it does it. Yeah, it gives off those vibes for sure. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's on it here. Uh, this is the Padded Dan Show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. This is the OK Gamers podcast. It's uh, normally four of us, but. Just the two of and us. We, we still, weeded out we the still, week. We still managed to stress this out over an hour. Over an hour. Somehow we always do that. I, I look back at old episodes and think like, like see like forty minutes. How do we like, do that? You know, thirty-eight minutes. I'm like, what? It's like, do we just like, what the fuck do we talk about? Yeah. Like, we're like now, like one game takes us mm-hmm. a half an hour. You know. Um. But yeah, nor like I said, normally four of us uh, are here. Andrew Bryan will hopefully be back next week. Um. Hope you all enjoyed. You could find us. On Twitter, I'm at Dianones, three Zs, Pat's at PC Mirth. You can also join our Discord and find all of us there, amongst other people. Uh, it's, uh, you go to okgamers.com for the invite, you can reach out to any one of us, we'll give it to you. Um, that's a real fun place with a lot of cool people. Um, sometimes I always expect me to wake up one day and all of them to tell us that we actually suck and they're there <laughs> as a joke and they all, and they all decide to leave. Yeah, but we have a, we have a cool like little community of people in we, there. That we all, do. They're all very uh, interactive with each other, so and cool. very, very uh, inclusive. Like if someone joins, like they're like welcome to the fold, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty uh, early on. Yep. So that's really cool. So, um, so if that interests you, we'll see you there. And other than that, everyone enjoy the remainder of your lives. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm <laughs> sorry.